Hey everyone, welcome back to another episode of Get a Clue with Lex and M. I'm Lex. And I'm M. And today we are joined by a special guest, Miss Rosie Mensah. She's a dietitian and health and wellness educator. Welcome to the show, Rosie. Thanks for having me. I'm so excited to be here. We were in the couple weeks of planning this and, you know, had a meeting last month. So, so excited to have you on and to just kind of, again, the show is all about getting a clue on something new and new things for our listeners. So I'm so glad we can hear a little more expertise about your passions and what you do day to day. Um, I just think this is going to be a killer episode. I'm super excited. So I guess to get started, just officially welcoming you to get a clue. Would you like to start by just telling our listeners a little bit about what you do and who's Rosie? So as you mentioned, I am a dietitian, but I like to, you know, consider myself more than that. I'm a health and wellness educator, and I teach people really how to embrace health and wellness, but from their own point of view. I live in Canada, so I'm from Toronto, born and raised, and I was educated in Canada as well. But I love the fact that through social media and like through Instagram, I can connect with people from all over the world. So it's super amazing to really get that message of, you know, mindfulness health, uh, body positivity to people and women just all over the world. So I'm, I'm really passionate about all things like health and wellness, but also looking at personal development and growth as a big part of that as well. Because I think they all, you know, are linked and you can't really have one without the other. So I really try to look at health holistically and not necessarily just in terms of like certain practices that we do, but your life experiences as well. So how does that impact your health and wellness? So that's why I like to sort of really focus on mindfulness in my, in my practice, because when you're mindful, you really do capture all those different parts of your life. Just even the, the holistic approach. And as I've, we've kind of learned from um, your resources and, you know, your online community, it's so cool to really be educating people on how this can all come together and maybe even just like the small changes day-to-day people can make to make an even larger impact in their life. I think it's so awesome. Yeah, it's that's what it's really about. The little small changes that you make every day is that that's what compounds into those bigger yeah. changes and those bigger goals, right? Yeah. And what I'm trying to tell myself all the time is like, walk, don't run. And it's kind of like, well, you know, how we just get caught up (laughs) and trying to do everything really quickly all the time. But it's like those little small things that we do daily is really what sets us apart. I know. I feel like the saying, it's a marathon, not a sprint, then just automatically sets you up that you're still running at the end. And it's like, I like that. It's like, you can walk, like you don't have to run. I like that even better because, um, I'm not trying to do a marathon anytime soon. Um, no, but yeah. like, in all honesty, I know that's like so corny of me. I'm a very corny person. But no, I love it. I just really like that point. And I feel like that's just something that we've touched on a bit in past episodes. I'm really excited to get into it more with you. It's just like having that mindfulness, like you said, of, you know, it takes time to reach, you know, certain goals and it's, and that's okay. Like there's no bad part of that. So um, yeah. That's really important, but I I love that. I think we get lost in this idea of needing to have everything done right away, right Mm -hmm. now. And especially in my industry of like nutrition and health where people are, you know, often focused on a huge part of it. People are focused on losing weight. And I know we'll get into this, but around wanting to look a certain way, like right now. Yeah, (laughs) Mm -hmm. completely. It's not 
it's not sustainable, right? Yeah. So those little small steps every day is actually what you can maintain because it's, it's not sort of like something that you're adding temporarily. It's a whole lifestyle change. Yeah. Completely. No, and I think it's so easy to, as we'll talk about later as well, but like to get caught up in the trends of what, you know, what diets are working or what lifestyle changes someone else is doing. And it's such a more, I think, personal relationship that you just have to like, like kind of every other phase in life, but you just have to like learn who you are and grow within yourself before you can realize like what, what works and what progress looks like to you. I think it can be super different for everyone, which I'm sure you see a lot too, but Um, I'd love to know as well, just like what inspired you to kind of like go down this path of being a health and wellness educator and dietitian? Like, was there an inspirational moment that kind of like struck you to make you want to choose this path? And how do you help women and people like just embrace who they are every day? Well, so it was actually quite a long journey, but essentially what it really started off from my childhood experiences. So I grew up in a low income family, a low income community where we struggle to access food. So food is something called food insecurity where you know you don't have enough money to pay for food essentially. And what ends up happening often um, is that your health starts to decline because there's such a strong relationship between food the food you eat and your health outcomes. And along with other things where, where I grew up was a heavily policed community, a lot of newcomers and immigrants. So just all these different experiences is compounded with not being able to access food. So as a young, like a young person, my health was starting to decline. And I also noticed that in terms of like the people that I grew up with and I love my neighborhood, but people weren't well, like we, we just weren't well. And I was like, okay, why is this happening? And I've always been super into food, just like I'm a foodie, but I also recognize that, wow, like there is such a strong relationship between what we eat and our health outcomes. So that really motivated me to start looking into health more. And as, as a, like a teenager, like I was like 12 or so, I used to get bullied a lot because I was overweight and also being living in poverty. So I remember I was, I just didn't like myself. Um, And this is a lot of stuff that I'm unpacking as I get older, right? Mm -hmm. But I got bullied for the way I looked and I was just so, um, I I didn't want to look like that anymore. So I learned to, you know, eat better, but still living within my means. um, And then look, learn more about health and wellness overall. So I lost a lot of weight. Um, By the time I entered high school, I was super into fitness and health. And to be honest, I think it was a little bit obsessive to the point Mm -hmm. where I didn't want to ever go back to to what I looked like before. And at this point, I was still motivated, though, to still be a health practitioner, to really show up for people in my community, because that was like another issue. There was really no black health practitioners either. So there was a food insecurity, and then there wasn't that representation. So I still wanted to make a difference there. So I ended up going to study nutrition, and um, it was like a four-year undergrad program, And then I ended up doing my master's in nutrition as well. And throughout um, that journey, I learned so much more about like systems, food justice, food security, wellness, just learned a lot, but I still really was motivated to pursue dietetics. Like that's the industry. So to become a dietitian, you have to go through that process. You have to go through an internship and then you have to write a national exam. 
So I ended up doing that, passed my exam. So I'm a registered dietitian. I'm pretty new in this (laughs) area. (laughs) Thank you. Hey, but you did it. So cool. You did it. Yeah. What a path. That's so cool. Yeah. And I ended up getting to work in, you know, communities with um, racialized women as well, doing, and also doing food skills education with newcomers. And, you know, it's been really rewarding, but I never actually found that any place of work really allowed me to do all the dynamic work that I want to do. And now I'm doing my own, I have my own practice, which is still, it's still growing, but I get to do so many things. So I get to talk about um, mindful eating, emotional eating, but I also get to talk about advocacy and food justice and food security. I'm not really limited in, in a box. And I've always been that sort of person who, I, I don't fit into a box. <laughs> so, so, you know, so I was like, okay, it's so cool though, as a dietitian, as someone who works in health and wellness, that I can do all those things. And I can make those intersections, um, basically looking at, you know, the root causes of health inequity. So the differences in health experiences for different people and also explore things like emotional eating and mindful eating and just wellness and body positivity because that's these are all pieces of me. So this this path allowed me to get to know myself better as well and get to help people at the same time. That is so inspiring. It. Like I honestly yeah. was holding back tears in the middle, yeah. in the beginning because I was just like that's such it's just a powerful story and it's I always love to hear you know why people begin doing what they're doing and it's yeah. just even cooler to see and like learn and listen to you speak on you know your passions and what brought you to where you are today and you know how it's just only going to flourish and grow beyond this because I mean you yeah. clearly you love what you're doing and the intention behind it is so pure like it's it makes me excited for you and I just yeah. I love that a lot totally I think like Lex said but the theme of even like this being so true to your heart and like you said at the end too, helping you discover who you are and grow within yourself, but also helping people do the same like that. That's just so, you know, it's such a key pillar to why it's a strong community and why you're able to do what you do on a day-to-day basis. So it's just awesome. I'm so, I'm so glad you are where you are and able to, to make this impact now. It's really, really cool. Thank you. I honestly, it's, it's, I don't even have the words for it, but it's rewarding even for me to be able to share that because I've Mm -hmm. been super quiet or nobody really knows that much about me. But as I get more confident in my story and my life, it shows in my career and the work that I do. Absolutely. So yeah, it's like a win-win and I... I feel good about it. We're so excited. And I mean, you're, <laughs> I, know. I, I just, it's like, oh, I just like got such yeah. a good like feeling about just like listening to you speak and, um, and also to just learning. Cause I feel like you brought up something that I feel like a lot of people potentially our audience, I know I'm not as well versed on it, but just the, even the, um, the term food insecurity. Mm-hmm. I, Completely. I honestly like from, my privilege I just never knew what that was and that's like a very interesting and important like topic um that you raise and it's something that's real and I feel like I mean a lot of more people probably came to the realization of how that can be tied to uh black communities especially with this year and how a lot of people were asked to step up and raise awareness and learn about what's happening in the world so I hope like people can take from that to like learn some of these terms and how that's still even happening today and that's so great though that you've turned that into making it a positive for your life to then spread that to other people i love that 
and even learning to just what is going on in in your own community like you said it can start at such an early and young age that you know finding ways within i think your own city or, or community or whatever locality to to help people it, it exists and to really like be active to to voice it and talk about it so so cool and the thing is like what you like to do you can still support other people in the same way does that make sense so you can still do what you love to do and you can help people too right at home yeah right at home. so i think Completely. that's also like powerful as well because sometimes we get caught up in everything that's happening in other places but we don't look mm-hmm. at home even within yeah. ourselves right going yeah. back to that mindfulness piece like what's happening inside and then that shows on the outside check up with check up on that heart yeah. <laughs> check up on that heart how she doing how she be in she checking right. right yeah yeah um but that that's actually a beautiful segue into our next question um but we were just curious i guess on what you know the typical day in the life is for rosie and how do you like just practice mindfulness throughout your day to day life Okay, every day looks a little bit different. And to be honest, I really need to get better at planning. Mm-hmm. Girl, same. And- okay, same. I was thinking that today. I had a Monday morning where it was just like, oh, shoot. And then like by 2 p.m., I'm like, nothing's gotten done, has it? <laughs> like yeah. some days I'm really efficient. So if I actually sit down to make a to-do list, I am getting it done. But yeah. every But if I don't, it's sort of the same thing like oh it's already 4 p.m what did I do today yeah but I would say for the most part each day starts off with um I write in a journal so I actually have three journals that I write in (laughs) you're big love journaling people (laughs) yes yes. (laughs) it's the best right it's the best so I have I started a new thing so I've been journaling honestly for uh okay I'm just counting 12 years 12 years wow, I've been journaling. So I've, I've had cool. a journal since I was first year of high school. Yeah. Wow. yeah. Oh gosh. And I still have them. So sometimes mm-hmm. I go back and look at it and I'm like, what was I thinking? My 14 year old self. That's the best. <laughs> That's the best when you can find an old entry and you like kind of are brought back to like the context and like the details you cared about. And you're like, oh my goodness, like who was she? <laughs> the thing is like you like have to then transport yourself back to when you're writing it and you know that you were like the most confident in writing whatever you were putting down and totally you knew everything it's like honey you just got off the school bus like your mom just brought you a lunch and a brown bag like you do not know anything like at all but okay no I was so confident and I was like what was I writing but yeah (laughs) anyway that's the beauty of it yeah yeah now I start my day with journal entry so like i said i actually have three journals i have one which is more of my releasing journal where i just release what i'm feeling inside because what i noticed before was that i would only journal when there was a problem like i wouldn't actually journal like my wins accomplishments positive things like i would only go to it when i wanted to you know release issues so then i started i actually have now a like a self-love journal where i basically like write love letters to myself like every day I'll write like something that. like, um, like honestly, today I wrote, walk, don't run, Rosie, you're fine. Yes. <laughs> like, you got this. Completely. Oh, my gosh. Or, or I'll write stuff like, oh, like about my week, like what did I accomplish and how did I feel? So yeah. I started, and it's honestly been great because sometimes I actually will go back and read it um, like the next, the day, like the next day, the following day, or that same day. And just, you know, when you're starting to feel anxious, it's there. 
Um, and then I have another one where I just write out my goals for the, I said I was doing monthly goals, but now I'm doing weekly because I felt like monthly was a bit overwhelming for me. Mm-hmm. So I was like, okay, just stick to the weekly goals. So I start yeah. with that. So my journaling, that's what I do. Then I honestly eat breakfast or I, I jump into work. It really depends, but I try to eat breakfast first. Then I'll get into work. So the first thing is emails. They, oh. I don't <laughs> like them. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like the alarm sounds are going off. No. I'm like, Iggy. Yeah, like always. It's, it's so there's so many, and if I had a better system, I'm sure it could be more manageable. Yeah, but I I need to work on that. Yeah, so I'll get into emails, then I'll have breakfast or or I don't know, depends. Um, and then I will I will what will I do? So I'll work for a couple of hours, then I try to go outside or go to the gym, mm-hmm. even for like 20 minutes. Just try to do something, get yeah, outside, break up the day, break up the day, because yeah. I can honestly sit inside on my laptop all day it's yeah same right it's yeah. so easy it's hunched so- over like oh neck my god hurting, my neck is- like back yeah. yeah all of it yeah so I've been trying to make an effort to really do and be mindful so that goes back to the mindfulness because I literally sometimes I have to like talk myself into it like Rosie get up go outside you need your yes you need to go out <laughs> yeah and then I will I will um, so then I'll break up the day and do that, then come back and then sort of do work for a couple of more hours. So when I talk about work, it's either like, you know, posting on social media, making content, running a workshop. I was doing a bit of consulting. So I do that as well. And then sort of just planning for what I want to do next. Yeah. Um, yeah. And then, you know, honestly, I, I have a hard time setting work boundaries for my time. So sometimes I'll work till really late, but I try to you know, wind down by either like watching Netflix or calling a friend or, yeah. or in cooking. So I really enjoy that as well. So okay. it's kind of, honestly, my day looks so different every single day, but I mainly just on my laptop and then take a break and eat. It's really hard with, you know, coronavirus. Yeah. Right. Yeah. No, your, your home has now become like your true all the time office. You know, you can't even enjoy like a little, coffee shop moment or like a walk as much like it's just kind of like all mixed together so I feel that yeah you really have to I have to like truly close my laptop and like separate work and you know personal life a lot better now and be a little more strict but there's also a lot of perks like you said you can hop right I love that I can hop like right over to the dinner table and like sit with my family and like have a meal or cook or something I I'll I'll say cooking but I know if my mom listens to this she'll be like you don't cook like what is this (laughs) so and she's been binging get a clue lately so I need to be careful oh yeah she's gonna fact um, check you yeah she'll she'll come back for me but no I love that I think that's it's fun too to kind of have like in essence of like each day is a little different. And I, I love too what you said that you are still planning for like what you want to do next. I think that's sometimes hard as well with balancing things. It's like you still are, you know, kind of planning and like stretching your new heights and as to where you'll go next. So that's really cool. I think I'm going to have to adopt to the weekly goal over the monthly goal for myself as well. Cause I couldn't quite like put a, you know, word on it of how I was feeling, but overwhelming, I think it's the perfect yeah. generalization. Cause I think I was setting for myself monthly goals recently just because with how unpredictable this year has become I'm like okay the year goals out of the way year goal has been retired um, (laughs) five-year goal forget about it yeah I think a week is great um especially you know because it can just it can be easier to break up and 
kind of digest each yeah. um, thing you're trying to get done. So exactly. My favorite hack too that has worked well. And then some weeks, like the past couple weeks, I had gone without doing this and I noticed like a, a tangible difference. I was like, that's why I was like anxious or stressed or going through it. But usually when I'm wrapping my work day, I'll like set aside like specific time, like at least a 15 minute window to write the to-do list for the next day. And like, what are the priorities I have to get done so that the next morning when I go to it, it's sort of, I already have a menu of things to, to select and do from because I'm very guilty of like kind of chiming in at 9.30 and I'm doing an email and then I'll make a coffee and like bop around to different things versus like sitting down and doing it. So having that like outline of what I know I need to get done is really helpful too. So yeah, that's a game changer. Like if I do that the night before, Mm -hmm. it's like, I'm so productive. Yeah. It's like having that list for sure. I think the next tag teaming off of that would be like, being stricter about like writing my, like what are three key items that like they're getting done before I even clock out to versus smaller tasks. Cause like, I, I like, I'm so, I love to like almost snack on tasks. I'll be like, let me open that tab and see what's going on there. Or like I'll have an idea for the podcast and I'll call Lexi in the middle of my day and be like, what do you think about this? And she's like, we'll talk for an hour. So it yeah. really, it depends, but no, I love that. Super cool. Prior to recording when we were meeting up and everything, I think we talked a lot about the theme of just like perfectionism and how it can definitely play a damaging role in how a person views their body or their lifestyle and specifically women, like more often than not. So how do you suggest that we all curate better self-love practices in our lives? That's a great point. And I think a lot of us suffer from perfectionism and also at the same time, procrastination as well. Mm-hmm. And you know what, if we, really think of, <laughs> if we really think yeah. about it, they're one in the same, right? Because sometimes yeah. we procrastinate because we want something to be perfect or we feel like we're not ready yet or, you know, just the constant comparison. So I really think it stems from often like comparing ourselves because have you ever heard the saying like comparison is the killer of joy? Yes. No, but it makes well, sense. <laughs> <laughs> right? And I think yeah. <laughs> that's awesome, especially in the social media, like Instagram age, where you can see, uh, yeah. like you only get one image. You don't see the yeah. backstory. You don't see what happened five minutes before that, right? Mm-hmm. So it's so easy. Or you know, like. takes that it took, yeah. <laughs> right? Yeah. And it's like so easy to compare ourselves and to compare our lives and our bodies or, or what we like, or, you know, these, um, what I eat in a day videos too. Yeah. Uh, oh, I've been seeing those on TikTok. Yeah. 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 Those things too. It can be super easy to sort of compare ourselves. And I think that contributes to a lot of sort of our dissatisfaction with who we are and how we look. Mm-hmm. Um, so I would honestly, sometimes it's just about like reframing your mindset and re- honestly, like, when, let's talk about social media, for example, mm-hmm. uh, muting different accounts, re- yeah. unfollowing Less. different. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Less is or, more. And then, yeah. <laughs> yes, exactly. Yeah. And I had to do that myself too. Cause just, you know, I'm a dietitian and whatnot, but I still, I'm, you know, a human being first yeah. and it can just be easy to get into that comparison trap, especially when things aren't working out for you in your life in the way that you want it at that moment. Mm -hmm. right because I think also too we're in this sort of like hustle culture 
where we want to get everything done right now. It's hashtag like no sleep, grind time all the time, work, work, work. Like, you know, we're running and we're not walking, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, like, I think it can be super easy, especially with how things are now, to just get into that comparison trap. And also, maybe you're also not getting the right information from the right people. So I think often we we just look at how people look and they're, again, it goes back to the idea of just seeing that one take, not the whole picture. And if we're so focused on just seeing one piece of the story, it can be easy to sort of beat ourselves up when we're not there. Yeah. yeah. Where, where that person is or, you know. So I would honestly say we got to reframe our mindsets and focus on what you like about yourself, what you like about what you're doing, what you're good at. And it can be so, this can be a lot easier said than done, but it's possible. It's kind of like building up your muscles. Just keep doing it. Yeah. Keep doing it. Sometimes I'll have days where I'm like, I feel a lot of pressure because I'm a dietitian. I need to like live up to a certain standard. Right. Mm -hmm. But it's like, okay. Like I'll have to literally talk to myself. (laughs) Yeah. And coach. Hey Rosie, you are a human being first. Yes. You, your career, your title, maybe, Mm -hmm. but you're so much more than that. And you need to just live for yourself. Okay. You can provide information to people, but you have your own unique circumstances. You have your own unique life. So remember that like this is like literally a pep talk I will have with myself and and I think like it gets easier the more and more I do it right and yeah when I just go back to reframing my mindset reframing how I think and focusing on how I feel Mm -hmm. and how I feel about myself it helps me get out of that sort of perfectionism mentality as well Mm -hmm. and also another thing I would say too is sort of looking at like if, if there's someone you really like and that's um, like, for example, like Michelle Obama, for example, I read her book and you, you see Michelle Obama, how she is right now. Mm-hmm. But the fact that she, you know, you learned about her actual journey and her story. So for me, it's more about like learning about their journey and their story and recognizing that just because what you, like you see what exists right now is that's not how it's always been. And it's really, really about yeah. the process again. So that has helped me to just really fo- like, finding people that inspire me and focusing on like their journeys and how, what they've been able to accomplish. And then reminding myself that I will get there, mm-hmm. that I just need to take my time. Yeah. <laughs> Walk, don't run. That is the walk. major theme. Yeah. yeah. If you can take one thing away from this episode, guys, it's walk, don't walk, run. Don't run. Uh, <laughs> no, there's lots to take from this. Absolutely. And I feel like too, especially with, you know, younger generations as they're growing up now completely in a digital world right you know I feel like you know Emily and I were 23 so we I think we're like the last like age group to truly at least get some type of like childhood that wasn't based around a technological device like we still had an outdoor like life of you know not having iPads or iPhones to be distracted with Granted, I'm always on my laptop and phone now. Yeah. Um, grown woman <laughs> business. <Yeah. laughs> no. We adapted easily. Yeah. We adapted. <laughs> I caught on. Um, yeah. <laughs> but I feel like with that, it's just like now, especially too, where it's not even like the dark ages of the internet with like um, 
what was it myspace and how everyone was kind of didn't know what the internet was and was themselves to a certain degree because there wasn't (laughs) like the instagram model or you know the blueprint to follow to be like here's how to like become successful online and now i feel like too and it kind of goes hand in hand with the hustle culture is a lot of younger people to their detriment i think expect a certain like type of fame or success at such a young age and quickly due to how like you know viral videos and viral actions can take form and it's like I know I have to remind myself of like okay those instances of you know for example I'll pull like kombucha girl like that's lightning in a bottle okay like that's (laughs) someone thinking oh you made a funny thing and you happen to now make a career off of your reaction like that's pure luck and then now the true test is like sustaining that right and I think she is but I feel like it can then come into mindfulness and how you just treat yourself mentally is like okay you can't compare you know like you said it's important to just control who you're seeing in that yeah you don't have to look at these posts if you don't want to like there are a lot of people you can easily just cleanse it out mute unfollow like yeah no I think you really it's it's a good point like you have to kind of bite off and not that's the wrong term but like you have to like consume I was to bite off more than you can chew that's not what you should do um but you should on it sometimes you really do have to consume a little less from that perspective when it comes to I think like the day-to-day posting or you know it's a very like typical like influencer content but um I mean and we've interviewed different content creators and influencers on the show and met a lot of cool people and just like people that I happen to follow. One of the coolest kind of like unlocks I feel like from, you know, COVID times or this year in general has been, I think, seeing people, their natural reactions to this and the life changes they've had to make. And I think it's made me feel a lot more normal too. And some of the things like I've experienced or had to change or that honestly, Lexi and I both experienced six months ago, we were living in Manhattan and doing our thing and going to work every day. And Six months later, we are filming a Zoom show. No, but like we have, we have a lot of other things going on for us too, and we're healthy and our families, and you know, we're we're very fortunate in that regard. But um, our job situations fluctuated and changed, like you know, the same kind of thing. So seeing that unfold in some of the people I follow's lives and how, like you said, that greater journey and and seeing their path sort of feel a little bit more normalized, it made. I think it just makes you feel more normal and happy and secure in that too. And that like, like you said, you're going to meet that point and get there someday. So, you know, you might as well kind of like tag along for the ride. Right. Exactly. And I think it like, this is something that I struggle with myself too. And I think sometimes it is easier to say, but like I said earlier, it's possible. Like you do have to keep working at it. And like you mentioned, we're all going through it. As much as people don't want to show that side online, we all are. So I think like even going back to the idea of reframing your mindset, Mm -hmm. if you recognize that, like we're all going through this, it it does help you to feel more normal for sure. Like it helps me for sure. Yeah. You know, you'll see it unfold even in like maybe a work project or a school project or something where like, okay, you know, you're team will come to you and be like, this is a crazy week or we have way too much on our plates. Like let's, let's lower the expectations for this project or like kind of switch up the goal or mindset on that. And it's like, sometimes we need to just like kind of tune it up in our own brains of like, there's a lot going on this year. So if you don't land or hit every mark or make it 
perfect and what you thought it should look like, like your plans will still unfold like they should. So just change your, change the way you look at it. I love that. Have you experienced any challenges during quarantine, just dealing with from a holistic health perspective and have there been any major wins or just like any things that may have happened in this time that you're like, you know what, I'm, I'm glad I was able to, you know, experience this, even though, you know, the idea of quarantine and COVID has been kind of a cloud over the year. Hmm. Well, definitely, I would say figuring out like a benefit or something positive was yeah. that I, I've been able to sort of find my voice in a way. Mm-hmm. I, like, I had been on this journey, but COVID is kind of like a pressure cooker, right? So yeah. <laughs> it really is. <laughs> I'm hot. Yeah. <laughs> right? Like, yeah. <laughs> oof. So yeah. You, you're spending all the time, this time right, yeah. with yourself, sitting with yourself, sitting with your thoughts. And it's kind of like, okay, what do you do with that? So it kind of made me sort of start to unpack my life, unpack my journey more. Because like, I was just sitting with myself with my thoughts. And I would say like I'm really an introspective person. I'm always like thinking about like my friends will call me and, and then they'll be like, what are you doing? I'm like outside thinking about like climate change. You know, yeah. like I'm just thinking yeah. about these things. So um, during this time, like I was kind of forced to sit with myself and think about what do I want my life to look like? Um, who do I want to be? How do I want to share my story? Like crafting my own narrative. Mm-hmm. So I would say that has been a positive thing. But I, on the other hand, since it is a pressure cooker, um, in terms of like my relationships with people, have it has changed a lot, right? Because yeah. I think this time kind of, sh- especially not just with COVID, but with everything in terms of like racial justice as well. So us like racism, everything that's coming out from that as well, just really seeing people for who they are and having to sort of like working on my inner relationship with myself and then my outer relationship with other people. Absolutely. So I'd say, I think all in all, I think it's all a pro because, you know, you don't want to see certain people in your life anyways. So this mm-hmm. just kind of made it happen faster. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know? Sped up the timeline. Yeah, it really yeah. did. Yeah. yeah. Pressure cooker yeah. is the perfect word for that. <laughs> like, I, <laughs> yeah, it really was like, yeah, what are you thinking? Like all the time, like in and, my thoughts. I'm like, and yeah. I think, you know, I can only, I think I've been noted or I don't know, maybe just self-labeled as like, you know, too optimistic at times and I'll say that but I think it's a it's a place I come from like being mindful of who I am as a person and where my heart is like that optimism and hope is is out of like the best version of myself and it's actually when I am more like in an anxious or stressed place that I notice that goes away and I think it's that stark difference that I'm like okay well like that's the girl and woman I want to be is that like person and I think I can only envision as I look kind of like into the future as 2020 and this like kind of pressure cooker year is like this lapse in time like had to happen to like make some of these real changes come to fruition you know like I can't I don't know we were just having too good of a time like I know on Twitter everyone's like y'all talk about summer 2016 too much but like it's sort of like we had all these years past where we were just like goofy and we I know Lex and I were you know in college and like in a very like fruitful fun time of our life and I'm so glad everything lined up how it was then but I think this this quick kind of like intensity that might be going on a little bit longer or even longer than that but 
um, I think it, it'll it'll prove to have a lot of good effects, I think, in the long term. So hopeful for yeah, that. I agree. Like, I agree. Like, I don't know if I would be doing all these speaking engagements or doing all these yeah. workshops online without, you know, yeah. this happening. So I, I agree. Like, I think, you know, everything happens and, you know, we re- respond to it. Yeah. And we can just grow and get better. It's Absolutely. the best thing. Best thing in the world. All I can do I is grow. It. As you look to your career and also community growing, like what does the future, you know, start to look like for you? Like where would you like to scale some of your dreams and even what are some goals you're working towards right now that you can share with our listeners? Well, I love thinking about this. I would love, absolutely love to have a talk show. <laughs> Girl, <laughs> saying we could be on the same channel. Yes. yes. Right? Get a clue I productions. Can. Yes. <laughs> Get a clue with Rosie. Oh, that would be cute. That would yeah. be so good, right? Yeah. Like I always tell myself, if I could get paid to talk, that's the dream. <laughs> the best. <laughs> it's all we need. <laughs> Sign seal delivered. That's all we we've need. Been wanting. We need. <laughs> Manifesting right? that every day. Manifesting it every day. <laughs> um. And so um, essentially, I would love to be able to do more speaking engagements and do more um, education around health and wellness. So yeah. I've been able to do a couple of panels, do some moderating, but I really want to take over sort of like be a prominent figure in the wellness space. Like that's mm-hmm. that's my goal, right? Yeah. And to, to have that representation as well, not only with like being a black woman, but even my life experiences. So sharing how I did experience that in life, but here's where I am now. So just kind of being like a, like a, a, I don't know, someone who talks about that, like a inspirational speaker or, you know, I don't, I don't know what it's called, but (laughs) like more than a motivational speaker or like like a life coach almost like, too. Would, yeah. Yeah. I would yeah. love to, to do life yeah. coaching. Mm-hmm. Um, and another thing is like, if I could have like a second career, I would always say I'd be a teacher. Yes. But I feel I like I that. do get to do that and I get to teach yeah. about health and wellness. So I would love to be able to um, run more courses, run more workshops. Yeah. Um, I eventually, honestly, I would love to have like a lifestyle brand. Like that's sort yeah. of one of my goals, you know, yeah. to really make it a lifestyle. There's, there's so many things I want to so do. So many things. <laughs> yeah. No, yeah. I think I agree. Education is so, it's so rewarding. Like I think I, I grew up to having that like dream of being a school teacher. I don't, I always, by the, by the time I got to college, I accumulated it to like, oh, well that's all you were exposed to. Like growing up, maybe that's why like I had it in my head, but I think now I see it more as like, oh my God, I'd love to educate people on something that I'm passionate about or something that after many years, maybe I've kind of like come to like a pro level status, whatever. I think it's hard to like know when you're a pro, but like you can at least bring people along for your journey. So I love that. No, ask Rosie. That's going to be the show on our channel. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. I would you're love that. That's a nice ring to it. <laughs> Honestly, manifesting our podcast network. I think we could have, we could be like the mama bear to like a lot of amazing women in conversations. So. Get a clue on health and wellness with TBA. Ask Rosie. There you go. Oh, yeah. look at that. Look at that. Cool. LLC. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and in terms of what I'm working on now, though, I'm trying to really um, build my community online. So I really believe in community, like on my Instagram, I'm not like a nutritionist. I consider myself like a community builder. Yeah. So I would love to be, build a more like 
um, more community members to join, um, really, you know, advance body positivity, self-love, wellness, and, and representation and diversity as well. And also, I'm hoping to do more on mindful eating and emotional eating as well. So whether it's workshops, maybe developing some um, resources and tools, maybe even eventually write a book, you know? Yeah. So why yeah. not, right? We'll be here for the exclusive. <laughs> we'll be on tour with you. <laughs> hey, manifest. I'm yeah, all honestly, exactly. I love it. We'll moderate the book tour for you. Oh, <laughs> That's our next we're going on tour. <laughs> going on tour. No, we, we got some cool people in the bag. So yeah. it's just really, I mean, hey, never great. No. I think the cooler thing about like getting older too is you start to see and, and in a lot of these life changes too and just kind of like, you know, spaces of time we all go through. It's, it's interesting to see, I think, kind of like old dreams come to fruition and then like eventually new dreams kind of start stirring in your heart, you know, and I think that's been a year for that too. I've, I've looked back and I've been like, okay, well, maybe that phase or that thing I wanted, like I got it or like I got it to that kind of certain level and I feel good and maybe I can raise the bar higher. I can go after, go after a new dream. So I love that, you know, it's kind of like stirring in your heart too, all the things you, you have in mind for your community. Exactly. And it's it's interesting that you say that because even where I, sometimes I, when I get to that anxious place, I start to think about where was I last year? How did yes. I feel last year? So I had to do that over the weekend because I was getting really wrapped up and just everything. And I yeah. was like, wait a minute. Last year, I was like, I want to do more speaking engagements. I want to be featured in like a publication. This is all me last year. So it, so that has happened during yeah. the past year. All of that, right? Snaps. Snaps. Mm-hmm. Can they Snaps. hear on the mic? Yeah. yeah <laughs> and I think sometimes we get so caught up in like the day to day that we forget about where yeah. we were. Right. Completely. You got to bring out the journals. You got to look at the, <laughs> get the receipts and like, no. <laughs> It's it's helpful though. It's it's it it helps me too. I think with um just like you know self um, awareness and accountability to like know that like you know because I think sometimes you are just like unnecessarily hard on yourself or you're anxious or upset, rightfully so, over like new things that are popping up in our lives. But if you look back, you know there's a lot to even today. I went through so I have one. I, I also have a couple of journals, but it's for, it's not necessarily that they each have a focus, but rather they got, I overbought for 2020 and then 2020 <laughs> under delivered on the, the planning aspect. So I've just made them like one is a true, like get a clue journal where I just write the dates in there and where it, it's a, what is it? Like a moleskin notebook. So it has a little like bookmark kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And so I opened it up and hadn't planned anything in there for four weeks. I did everything digitally with Lex, but I opened it up and whatever day a month ago, I'd written a gratefulness list that day of like all the things I loved and was so happy. And I was like, I'm so glad like I came to this today after like a crazy week and different things going on because it brought me back to like a a centered ground of like, oh my God, everything on this list is still true. I, I have it. This is in circulation. This is my like perspective now. And I think, you know, that stuff definitely circulates. Like I feel like it, you know, the universe or God, whoever it be, like it, it comes back to you when you're supposed to see it. So mm-hmm. always check those receipts. <laughs> right. I agree. Yeah. Oh my God. And then the just sad form of receipts are my Twitter drafts that yeah. I probably will never send. <laughs> that's another weird like oh, yeah. form of journaling I do for myself, but that's yeah. just more of like, 
what random sentence has popped into my head that I <laughs> the hot get? seat yeah <laughs> yeah the hot seat of my brain and it's yeah like see what the heck but it's, hey, so you know what? it's still funny you're a great tweeter that. I love it pure oh, comedy thank you um I love to tweet uh, yeah <laughs> I, I guess like coming back then as we wind down what would you like to give our listeners just like the best way to get a clue on whether it's self-love or prioritizing your health and wellness what is like an overall here's what you can get a clue on from rosie this is just like the pre uh you know pitch to what your show will be (laughs) yeah (laughs) no pressure yeah ask rosie yeah yeah okay i have something to Mm -hmm. say (laughs) okay it's a pun. I, I'm super corny as well. Just so yes. You know. <laughs> like, you remember things though when it's like catchy. Yeah. Right. So I okay. I would say that remember that life can be rosy. You know. Oh. <laughs> yes. Branding 101. Yes. <laughs> right. So yeah. Even in the darkest times, of, like you know, you feel so down, so anxious, so worried there is an opportunity for something great to come out of it. Whether it's, you know, you're on your health journey, you're on your self-discovery, self-love. It's it's growing pains. There are growing pains that, you know, exist, but you are growing at the same time. And there is like a light at the end of the tunnel, you know? And you know, that might sound so like, you know, people tend to make fun of people who speak like this, but, (laughs) but it's true. It's actually true. You have yeah. to, no, I, I believe in it wholeheartedly. You have to, you have to level out a lot of the, you know, SHIT that's usually happening with just some like L-O-V-E. Like you got to just like make it, make it good again, make it positive and, and kind of, you know, even be disciplined with yourself to see the good. I think sometimes I, I struggle with that as well. And I know mm-hmm. we've talked about that on the show, but like it, you know, sometimes you got to like kick yourself in the ass to just like no, I'm going to get through this and I'm going to find the good and, and it's on its way to me, you know, like it's going to, it's going to come back to me. Exactly. And also I would add that sometimes we need to recognize that we do toxic things and that we get in our own way. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So we got to totally. be honest with ourselves as well too. Yeah. That's where the coaching comes in, like the self-coaching yeah. <laughs> truly where it's like, Lexi, now snap out of it. I yeah. know you think that, you know, whatever. High school I, musical Coach Bolton, like yelling at you in your head. <laughs> yeah, I, def- I definitely need like a Sue Sylvester of myself just like, yes. song, like get, <laughs> get it together. Because yeah. that is something that happens. It's like, you know, you can also just as easily slip into like the side of like, oh, it's everything else but me. And it's like, no, you could be contributing to this. Or it's like coming to the realization like, hey, like, I do tend to procrastinate at times and it's just like, you know, just sit and do it. And yeah, um, that's definitely something that's food for thought. And okay. Uh, something that like I would say at times, like towards the end of college that goes along with just like looking on the brighter sides of things or finding like the light was, uh, I'd say two L's make a W. And then my yes. friends told me to never say that again. <laughs> So I you get that. cornier. I'm just saying. You can yeah. <laughs> Two L's make a W. They always. do. A win. Yeah. Who no, always. Who doesn't want to win, right? <laughs> find, find your win. Find your win, always. Exactly. Yeah. Be the Love DJ it. Khaled you never thought was inside. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All I do is win. Yeah. Um, 
so good. <laughs> that was no. such a weird sentence to say. It doesn't matter, you know? You're your own editor too. That's that's Lexi's <laughs> like, you know, kind of metaphor for life. She's our editor and, and producer pro, so she can- An improviser at heart. Exactly, yeah. <laughs> she can She can kind of cast her own destiny there. Oh, well, I love it. This has been a great first part and I think we just learned so much and can't thank you enough for sharing all of your just fun insights and story and background and um, just as a little pause before we go into our next segment where can everyone find you on Instagram and what's the best place to reach you online so definitely Instagram I would say is like I love hanging out there and you can follow me at so it's at the rosy nutritionist and it's the same. My website is all also www.therosynutritionist.com. I also have Twitter, but honestly, I don't really use it that much. I think I, I want to yeah. get better at it. Maybe I should I need to follow you both and start yeah. tweeting. <laughs> yes, we'll change Twitter. We're, we're goofballs. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you'll, you'll see a very niche side of Twitter that you haven't seen before. I'll okay. tell you that. Yeah. I, I want to see it. Yeah. So I'm on Twitter as well, but um, so I'm at at Rosie Mensa, mm-hmm. but I live on Instagram. That's where you can find me Fabulous. all the time. That's we will nice. have everything linked on our Instagram at Get a Clue Pod, as well as um, all of Rosie's information. So stick around, you guys. We'll be back after this short break. <laughs> Okay, you guys, welcome back from our little break. We are going to jump into our favorite segment over here at Get a Clue, Clue Us In with Rosie. So we'll be going through a speed round question of rapid fire Q&A just to get to know you a little bit more better. So these are kind of like the fun, goofy, hopefully, you know, like cheesy questions that you can enjoy. So we'll just hop right in with number one, your favorite way to unwind. I really like dancing like in front of the mirror. (laughs) My favorite thing ever. Honestly, my before shower ritual, like it has to be. It, I, I think my family must think and even my roommates, I've never not done this wherever I've lived. So it's probably like a habit I just can't break, but I, my AirPods are like my favorite invention ever. Like I just love them so much or like any kind of earphone. I would literally like blow out the sides because I would be playing music so much and like so loud and I'll just run around. I'll like, I have to have that moment to like energize. I love that. I love dancing. It's so, it's so good. It's yeah. Do you have a go-to like song? Like I feel like I have like five I can pull where it's like, I need to dance to this and like I'll be cured of something for at least the next couple hours. Like higher love for Lexi. <laughs> Remix, yeah. Do I have a go-to? Not that I can think of. Mm-hmm. I kind of like anything with like a good beat. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm like someone who's terrible with lyrics, so I never yeah. remember them. <laughs> if you if you're ever looking for a fun workout, Lexi and I used to do this class in New York, but 305 Fitness on YouTube is a great unlock. Mm. They have super fun and they have uploaded like a workout video every day in uh quarantine. It's just like fun hip hop beat dance is so cool. It's I love yeah, it. okay. it's a blast. Yeah, yeah definitely fun. recommend that one. Yeah. They always play great music and it's just super yeah. fun. I'll um, definitely check it out. Yeah. yeah. Uh, okay. Next question. The last show you binge watched or just like, <laughs> we're like, I'm watching this. It didn't have to be in one sitting. <laughs> it was Indian matchmaking. 
Oh, I so cute. It. Yeah, okay. <laughs> I need to finish it. Yeah. I binged that. It was oh my God. so good. I think I finished it in like two days. Oh, wow. Yeah. Now, have you seen Married at First Sight? No. Okay. I recommend that because it's kind of. Is mean, that on Netflix? They do have like some seasons on Netflix, yes. Gotcha. Um, and then they have like a season that's airing right now live. But it's kind of, I mean, it doesn't focus on like the matchmaking part, but it's kind of like that where people are just agreeing to marry a stranger and then they stay together for eight weeks. And then at the end of the eight weeks, they like decide, are they going to keep doing this? Or are they just going to get the divorce? But oh like they God. go through the whole nines of like having the wedding. Then they go on a honeymoon like right after for a week. And it's like, it follows like four to five couples. Oh my God. I, oh. I recommend if <clears throat> wild. It's a good one. Okay, I'll definitely add it to my list. Yes, yeah, add it to the queue. This next one, it kind of relates back to the song. So we know you love dancing now, but if you were to create a Rosie Spotify playlist, what song would you add first? <laughs> okay, so I really like anything by Kehlani. Mm-hmm. Love her. Sweet Sexy Savage got me through 2017. <laughs> but Fabulous. Like, I don't really dance to her music. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. She's just sitting, sipping. Yeah. 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 <laughs> sit and sip. <laughs> right? Yeah. But one of my favorite songs, and it's honestly not like, yeah, you don't, I, you don't dance to this. It's kind of when you're in your yeah. feelings. But you know her song called Again? Not off the top of my head. Not off the top of my head. I, I suggest it. It's, it's, you know, it's a sip song for sure. Yeah. But for sure. <laughs> Wine, so preferably, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but it. I don't know. Like, I just, I don't know. I, it resonates with me so much. So I definitely would put that on the top of my yeah, I love it. My favorite song by her is Advice. I always, like, listen to it and just think I'm, like, in the back of a cab and, like, you know, I'm in my, like, season finale of life and, like, I'm making <laughs> a decision or something. Like, what do I do? Do I go after him or the dream job? Like, it's just something I don't know why. Oh my god. I go into like these movie scenes in my head sometimes when I'm thinking of a song, but no, I love that. No, yeah, I was looking up mine. I know the one that was definitely in my like Spotify roundup of like what I listened to the most in past years was definitely Keep On, which is from her Sweet Sexy Savage album. I was like, I there is a Kalani song that I know I've like definitely gone to like the repeat binge of it. That was it. Um awesome. Okay. And then our next question, if you could only eat one type of popcorn the rest of your life, what would it be? And yes, I did do some digging on did your some Instagram. Digging. <laughs> <laughs> Find out popcorn was one of your favorite snacks. Yeah. I love popcorn so much. So um, good. Okay. The rest of my life? Okay. Ooh. Has to be versatile, you know? <laughs> okay. <then laughs> yeah. It was- it doesn't have to be, but like, you know, if it's one popcorn the rest of your life. Yeah, if it's one popcorn for the rest of my life, I'm going to go with, you know, the Chicago mix with like the caramel and the like, is it cheddar? Oh, yeah. Yes. Yes. That's oh the God. way. That's the way. <laughs> if you're doing it for the rest of your life, then that's the best way because you can get like best. Yeah, I love girls. those, those like holiday tins you can get where it's just like a huge thing of it. It's so mm-hmm. good. Oh my god. So good. Like I love popcorn. Well, I you know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You were popcorn for Halloween, which great costume. When you guys Thank follow you. Rosie, it's up there and it's a good one. Yeah, I'm gonna, I'll reshare it again this Halloween. But I had I love like 
arts and crafts. Mm -hmm. So I made that and then I was like, this is so fun. (laughs) So cute. Oh my God. I would have to say my favorite popcorn, even though I cannot eat in bulk or I will like have to be wheeled out of my house, but it's the Peterbrook chocolate popcorn. So good. It's so I don't know if Peter Brook's just in Florida. Is it just? It, it started in our hometown, and it's like a local chocolatier. But the story it's... behind it's kind of cute too. Like the um, owner was by like her little. She had a little shop that she had just opened, and like it was just a chocolatier shop, and it wasn't like I think doing that well. Like it was just sort of whatever. But it was right by an old movie theater, the San Marco movie theater, and she went there one day and just said like, "Give me." all the popcorn you can basically and she like lugged it over and like garbage bags basically and made tons of sheets so it's just popcorn laid out and then they just pretty much like smear it all in chocolate and like put it so in the good. fridge so that's like hard breakable pieces it's so good it's like it's if we can addictive. get our hands on it we'll we'll send you sub for sure yeah yeah so <laughs> you good. love to try as yeah. a popcorn connoisseur yeah yeah so yeah and lastly, last question of the night, what's something you hope to get a clue on in the future? Ooh, oh my gosh. I don't know. I yeah. guess I'm like so We insane. went from popcorn to real life. Like, yeah, they're like, now what are you planning to do with the real <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like, Tell us I, now. This is also the show pitch. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, okay. In life? Hmm. I would say what comes to mind is that get a clue i would like okay i'll see like i'm like rambling here i don't know i feel like so much no you sound great no you're good (laughs) i would say to really embrace or sort of lead with the fact that i live for myself and and, you know that that's it like really get a clue and that that's what you live for like yeah it's your life how do you want it to be exactly that's the thing piece that's what we're leaving people (laughs) with (laughs) honestly Sit it's with so that, good. Everyone. Yeah. <laughs> right. No, it, it's true. It, it's a, uh, I think we tackled that, you know, you helped us tackle that beautifully today with just like, you know, really tuning in with what, what are the changes you need to see in your life and make in your own life to, to find that and to really just prioritize you and where you want to go and, um, you know, the ways to do so. So can't thank you enough. This has been so much fun. I had a blast. Like yeah. I said, was, this is my very first podcast. We're yeah. so glad. <laughs> yes, no, and I, I hope it was a great, as great of an experience for you as it was for us because truly, yeah. I mean, I love getting to speak with new people every week and just kind of get a glimpse into what their lives are and like what their passions are and how that drives yeah. them in every way. And yours was definitely a story I think is important and people will enjoy listening so i really um do thank you for coming on the show i know i was thinking this earlier but it's been like a pressure cooker year for the podcast in a good way like it's just we've gotten to have so many new conversations and get connected with amazing people like you so we can't thank you enough for for taking the time to to be here today and, and chat with us more and i know our listeners will appreciate it too no, I had a blast. This was so great, so fun. And every time I get to talk about like my my career, my journey, it helps me become more confident in myself, right? And that's the goal at the end yeah. of the day. So thank you for such such great questions. This was so fun. And we'll definitely have to talk more about, you know, Ask Rosie. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> 
<laughs> a continuous segment on the pod. I love it. Seriously. And, and we'll get that Peter Brook to you. I will work on that this week. That will definitely be on my uh, weekly to-do list. I would. I can't wait. It sounds yeah. so good. <laughs> Fabulous. So exciting. Oh my gosh. Well, thank you guys all for listening. Be sure to follow socials, which will be linked in the episode description and on our Instagram account at get a clue pod. Be sure to follow and stay up to date with everything. And if you enjoyed the episode, guys, please give us a rating on iTunes podcast. We'd really appreciate it. Send us the love. We're sending it back (laughs) to you. And with that, hope you got a clue and have a great rest of your week. Thank you guys. Thank you.